Allie Bonner, and welcome to QueenCast, the show where we interview badass queens about body image, business, and beyond. Hello, queens. Welcome back to QueenCast. Today, we are talking all things binge eating. Now, I struggled with binge eating for about 10 years of my life, so although I'm not a professional, I have a lot to say about it. And as per usual, I am not a medical professional. This is not medical advice, just me sharing my experiences. So take what you think is helpful, leave what you don't, and yeah, don't try to drastically change your life based on the things that I'm about to tell you in this episode. Okay, bye. So what is a binge exactly? Well, according to OxfordDictionary.com, it's eating large quantities of food in a short period of time. But what is exactly a large quantity of food? What is large? What is classified as large? I mean, to one person, large could be a slice of pizza. To another person, it could be a whole pizza. It's so different for everyone. So when I was prepping for this episode, I was trying to figure out the best way to really package this info for you guys. And I realized that binge eating looks very different for a lot of people. And so I think what I'm going to do is just share what it looked like for me and share some strategies of what caused my binge eating and how I overcame it. All right. So a typical binge for me would look like a week, two weeks, three weeks of eating perfectly clean leading up to this binge. So a lot of restriction, a lot of deprivation, um, a lot of eating, you know, chicken and veggies, really clean, uh, low calorie, skinny foods. And, you know, when you're restricting like this, it typically it's cyclical. So, you know, you'll restrict for a couple weeks and you feel on top of the world at first. You feel like you could restrict forever. And then, you know, your willpower starts to disintegrate a little bit. Maybe you get tired one night, you're hangry and maybe you're on your period and you kind of, you know, you have a cookie or two. And then you have this moment where you're like, shit, I fucked up. So instead of just having a cookie, like a normal person and moving the hell on, I would you know, eat a cookie, realize, God damn it. I fell off the wagon. I messed up. And so I might as well just eat the whole sleeve, which if you actually think about it makes no logical sense because (laughs) I mean, even just like calories wise, it's like, okay, you had a cookie. Why don't you just move on and eat a normal meal? The next meal, why do you have to eat the whole sleeve of cookies? But eating disorders aren't logical. And when you're in it, and if you're, you know, currently struggling, you understand you know, I would think, well, if I just eat the rest of the cookies now, get them out of the house, then I'll eat perfect for the rest of eternity, which as we know is never the case, right? It just, it led, you know, it just perpetuated the restrict binge cycle and I would restrict maybe for another couple weeks and then inevitably binge again. We also can't talk about binging without mentioning the fact that it is accompanied by intense feelings of shame, guilt, and regret. So usually it would look like this, restrict for a couple weeks, binge, and then boom, as soon as I finished eating during my binge, it's just like a mountain and actually not a a mountain, an avalanche, a motherfucking avalanche of shame, guilt, regret, um, hatred, loathing, just all of these negative feelings towards myself of what I had just done. And there were many times where I would binge and I would immediately get on the computer and Google what to do after a binge or what to do the morning after a binge. I was desperate. I was seriously so confused and so lost. And 
I just hated myself and I hated my body and I hated that I couldn't control how much I was eating. But little did I know that it was completely biological and it was completely a result of me restricting my food the other, you know, three weeks before the binge. Which brings me to my next point. What causes a binge? So restriction, we know. There are lots of other factors though. And, you know, I'm no psychologist, but for me personally, I think it was a combination of restriction an intense love of food and an intense embarrassment of how much I love food. So I was almost at war with myself where I had this one side of me that loved food, was a complete foodie, loved to cook and create and play in the kitchen. And the other side of me that was saying, well, in order to be skinny, you have to hate food. You have to avoid it. And I had this internal conflict, right? And combine that with restriction and stress, you know, from being in college and just living life, life is stressful as you guys, if you didn't know already, it would inevitably lead to a binge. And restriction doesn't have to look like caloric restriction. It doesn't have to look like depriving yourself of food. It can also look like restriction from enjoying that food. So for example, there was a time where I realized that this restriction was causing my binging and I decided, okay, I'm going to just let myself eat all the things. And, you know, I would see all these like super skinny models on Instagram posting themselves eating a hamburger. And like, I thought, okay, well, you know, like Gigi Hadid eats hamburgers. So I guess I can. So I started to let myself eat all the things, which seems like a good idea in theory, except my motives behind it were (laughs) super fucked up. I thought, okay, if I let myself eat all the things, then maybe I'll stop binging, but I'm only going to eat a little of all the things and I'm definitely not going to enjoy it the whole time. So basically here I am eating this hamburger and the whole time I'm eating it. Also, I don't know why I'm using a hamburger because hamburgers are delicious and they should never be off limits, but I digress. So I'm eating this hamburger and I'm thinking the whole time I'm eating it, I shouldn't be eating this. Why am I eating this? It has so many carbs. It's so fatty. I'm going to get fat. I'm going to gain weight. You know, the whole drama that's happening in my mind. But because I had this days of our lives melodrama happening, I wasn't actually enjoying the food that I was eating. And so I didn't let myself feel that pleasure, if that makes sense. So I was still binging. I was still overeating because even though I was technically allowing myself to eat all the food, I wasn't really allowing it. You know what I mean? All right. So now I want to dive into what did a binge actually look like? I know I set the scene where, you know, I'd been restricting for a couple weeks. I slipped up. Maybe I had a cookie and then I had the whole sleeve, but I want to take you deep. I want to take you into my perception of what went on in my head when I was in a binge. So let's take this cookie example. I had been good all week. I felt I attached my morality to eating good foods, right? So I felt on top of the motherfucking world because I was eating my salads, my grilled chicken. I wasn't eating dessert. I was feeling skinny. I started to feel pretty damn good about myself. You know, I thought I've been good all week. I deserve a cookie. I've been eating grilled chicken salads. You know, I kind of, I want something a little sweet. I want to be a little bad. So this is my brain deep down screaming out for freedom and trying to break free of these chains that I had subjected it to. So I would tell myself, okay, Allie, you're going to have a cookie. It's not going to be a big deal. People eat cookies, you know? And then I would eat the cookie and it would just taste so fucking good because I hadn't had a cookie (laughs) in months and then I would have another cookie and then I would say okay this is the last cookie and then something would happen it would almost be this I, I almost describe it as animalistic where I would black out no alcohol involved 
sadly, but I really would just check out and I felt so out of control and it was this out of body blackout animalistic experience is the only way that I can describe it. And it really is one of those moments and one of those experiences that you have to experience firsthand to truly understand, but I'm going to try my best to explain it as clearly as I can. I'm out of body. I'm so I'm eating the cookies and it's almost as if someone else is controlling my hands and someone else is controlling my mouth chewing and I'm not even enjoying it as I'm swallowing it. I just, I had to get through it and I was just eating and feeling myself get more full and more full. And the whole time in the back of my head, I'm hearing myself say, Ali, stop, Ali, stop eating. You don't want anymore. You're full. You're done. You're going to regret this later. And the other part of me was saying, I don't care. I hate myself. I need to keep going. I need to punish myself. And suddenly I would get so full that I felt like I was going to throw up. So I ran to the bathroom. I chugged a bunch of water. I stuck my finger down my throat. That didn't work. I stuck my toothbrush down my throat. That didn't work either. And I just sat on the floor and I just cried. I cried my eyes out because I felt like a failure. I felt like I was broken. I felt like something was wrong with me. I felt like this would never end. And I'm so sad to admit it, you guys, but I thought about suicide. I thought about killing myself because I hated myself. And I hated that I was doing it to myself. And I was, I was creating this. It wasn't anyone else doing it to me. It was me. And I didn't know how to stop. And I didn't know how to ask for help. And I was just lost and I was alone. But if there is one thing that you know about me, you know that I'm a solution-oriented bitch. And I wallowed for a bit. I did. I was sad for a bit. I contemplated suicide for a bit. I'm not going to say that lightly. I did. But I also had these moments of clarity where I knew that I was meant for something more. I knew that I could overcome this. I just, I needed the tools and I just, I needed someone to tell me what to do. I mean, I was this super high achieving badass bitch. Like I knew I could figure this out. I just didn't know how. Which brings me to my last point, how I stopped binge eating. I've said it before and I'll say it again, queens. You can't stop binging unless you stop restricting. If you're still restricting right now and you're listening to this, trying to figure out how to stop binge eating, it ain't gonna happen, sis. You have to be eating adequately enough. It's just, it's biological. Our bodies are wired to eat. They're wired to keep us alive. And your body by binge eating isn't doing anything wrong. You're not broken. It's literally just carrying out what it was programmed to do, which is to keep your sorry ass alive because you're starving it. So back to me, So I'm a selfish bitch. So I started to eat more adequately. I started to stop restricting. Now I'm saying this as if it was willy nilly, like one week after another. No, this was years. <laughs> also combined therapy and self-work and journaling and meditation. Like there was a lot that went into this. I'm just condensing it for the sake of time. Okay. So I start to eat adequately and suddenly I'm realizing, holy shit, I'm eating adequately, but yet I'm still binging. Like okay, this is, this sucks. (laughs) You know, I was like, come on. Like I started eating adequately. Like at least tell me that the binging is going to stop, but oh no, I was doing both. So then I started to gain weight pretty rapidly, right? Because I'm eating adequately and I'm eating this excess of calories in my binges. So why was that happening? Well, for me personally, and a lot of other people that I've talked to, not going to say it's true for everyone, but it happens because you create these neural pathways in your brain that almost like little ruts, like little, like if you go skiing, they're like a little ski path that a lot of people have skied down, right? And then you see all the other fresh 
powdery snow over there that no one's really skied down. So picture that as your brain. So, you know, you're creating all these deep grooves in your brain because you keep binging over and over and it just becomes something that we know as a habit. And so at this point, it's nothing emotional. It's nothing, you know, broken or wrong with you. It's simply a habit. It's like biting your nails. It's like drunk texting your ex, you know? I mean, shit happens. I'm not one to judge. So bottom line is you just need to break the habit. It's as simple as that. There are no emotional, you know, deep traumas that you need to work through. You just need to break the habit. And what does that look like? It looks like when you feel an urge come up to eat or you feel an urge come up to binge, you don't answer it, you ignore it, or rather you allow it. So a great metaphor that I heard, think of your binge urges and your urges to overeat as a screaming toddler. So normally when we get an urge, what do we do? We fight it. We try to push it down like a beach ball underwater, or we give into it. We overeat or we binge, but you wouldn't do that to a screaming toddler. You wouldn't fight him back. You wouldn't start screaming at him back. I mean, that'd be kind of funny. Seems like a good YouTube idea. Or you wouldn't just, you know, give into his every screaming fit or else he'd be a total brat and he'd scream all the time, which like, I mean, yeah, I, I don't blame him. And so it's the same thing with urges. Instead of fighting them or answering to them, we just allow them. We let them be there and slowly they will dissipate. Same thing with a toddler. Let him scream it out. Let him cry it out. He'll be, you know, smack him on the butt. He'll be good tomorrow. But I'm not going to sit here and pretend like this is easy, right? I mean, for me, when I would feel an urge or I would feel a craving, I was so conditioned to immediately answer that craving because we all hate that feeling of craving. I mean, it's, that's part of the reason why it's so hard to quit smoking because when you smoke or when you eat, you're just, you're dissipating and dissolving that craving feeling because you're answering it. And I didn't eat to enjoy the food. I ate to get rid of my craving to eat. So if you're struggling with this, it takes practice. You'll mess up and then you'll mess up again and then you'll mess up again and again and then you'll be like, what the fuck is wrong with me? Why do I keep messing up? And then you'll mess up again and then finally you won't mess up one time and you'll celebrate it and you'll feel so proud of yourself because you felt an urge, you felt a craving and you didn't answer it. You didn't binge. And how good did that feel and how proud of yourself are you? And that's what it looks like for me. It took so long to finally get a string of, you know, two times in a row where I would have a bit, an urge to binge and I just wouldn't answer it. It took me months. It probably took me eight months. So if you're just starting to practice this, if you're just starting to kind of let this into your conscious and you're like, okay, Allie, I see what you're saying, but give me some tips on, on how I can do that. Because, you know, when I feel an urge to eat or I feel an urge to binge, it's so quick and it's so sudden, um, that, you know, how do I, how do I even remember to do this? So something that helped me, and this is like, if you don't have to do this, it could be really dumb, but personally it helped me. So here we go. I would grab a pad of sticky notes and on my binge foods that I would typically binge on, maybe it was, you know, nut butter or like trail mix. What else did I like to eat? Ice cream, um, any kind of like chips or anything crunchy. I would put a sticky note there And I would write something like, you know, hold up sis or (laughs) pump the brakes or, you know, something that's just a little note to yourself that you're going to see it. And it's just going to break that, um, you know, that neural pathway where you're just 
so conditioned to just reach for the food. It'll just, it'll give you a little buffer time to just stop yourself and, and pause for long enough to actually have your logical brain, you know, come into action and, um, and just give you some time to really stop before you just reach for the food. And if you have roommates, you know, obviously your situation could be different, but you don't have to say like, stop binge eating Allie. You know, you could just have even just a sticky note, just something to remind yourself that will, it'll cause a little bit of separation and a little bit of buffering just so that, you know, it kind of breaks up the habit, if that makes sense. And then you give yourself that space and then you can journal, journal how you're feeling, write it out, um, scream into a pillow, Let's see, have sex. I mean, I don't know. Um, you know, anything that really just, it gets your yayas out is what my mom all used to say, always used to say, like when she would go for a run, she's like, I just need to get my yayas out. It's, you know, that pent up like energy feeling that usually is accompanied with like a craving or an urge feeling. It also is relieved by so many other things like, you know, going for a walk, calling a friend. And I know I don't want to be one of those annoying people because I would read so many articles when I was, you know, searching for answers that was like, okay, what to do instead of binging? And it's like, have a cup of tea, go meditate. And I was like, fuck you, Karen. That is not what I want to do right now. I want to be head first in a bag of Doritos, you know, face down, ass up. That's how I want to be. And so I get that, you know, I'm not being unrealistic with you right now. But I am saying that in that space, that time that you're allowing yourself with the sticky notes um, before you eat, you can fill that with something, you know, that isn't a replacement for eating, but it's something that will just rechannel your energy into a more constructive and productive way. And here's another hack that I have. So often a binge is really immediate gratification focused, right? So it's, you feel a craving and you immediately want to satisfy that craving. So you eat. And then afterwards you think, God, I'm so like mad at myself. Why did I do that? You know, um, if only I hadn't done it and you have all this regret. So really we're not thinking into the future when we're binging. And so something that I did that actually really helped me was I would have my sticky notes. They would cause me to pause and just, you know, pump the brakes for a sex sis. I would go in my journal and I would write down, I'm so glad that I didn't eat this trail mix. I feel so much more calm and centered and I'm so happy and proud of my decision to not eat that. So you're almost acting like you're in the future and you're this future self that has, you know, listened to the craving, felt it and moved on. And this is really just a form of visualization and it just, it really helps you feel like you're already in that recovered place where you're like, yeah, binge eating just, it's not something I do anymore. You know, it's, it's just not who I am. So that really helped me. So in closing, the two things that really helped me were creating some sort of pause. So you can use it with a sticky note. Um, you can create that in other ways. Maybe you have some sort of bracelet on your wrist, you know, that reminds you, um, I don't know. I like the sticky note just because it's sometimes you'll forget if something's on your wrist, right? Like if it's there on the food that you're reaching for to eat, Um, I think that's really powerful, but you could have an alarm on your phone, you know, when you, around a certain time that, um, that you tend to binge. And then the second thing is to start to journal or even just talk to yourself out loud. Um, and just really, and, and visualizing, you know, or just the way that you're thinking, think of yourself as someone who just doesn't binge anymore. You know, that's not part of who you are. That's, that's not part of your current story that maybe that's something you used to do, but it's not who you are anymore. And just really acting as if you just don't do that. Even if you're still binging and you're still having episodes, I feel like slowly 
you'll really start to believe that. And even if it sounds silly right now, trust me, the more you, you know, it's almost like affirmations. The more you tell yourself you are a certain way and you know, you don't do those things, then the more you're going to move towards those actions. And last tip that I have, which is a very bizarre one, (laughs) but I told you I was going to come in with the tactical, tangible takeaways. And here I am. When you feel the urge to eat, go take a shower. I swear this is the weirdest tip. I forget where I heard it. And then when I did, I was like, this is bullshit. But I tried it and I would binge eat a lot when I um, would come home from work around, you know, 5.30 or 6. So it'd be like around right before dinner time. But I was exhausted after work and kind of stressed and just wanted to eat everything in sight. And I would get home, put my bag down and immediately go take a shower. And just that change of environment from walking in the door straight to the kitchen to, you know, taking a nice warm, relaxing shower. It was really helpful. So, you know, don't knock it till you try it, but I think that pretty much wraps it up. So we talked about what is a binge, what causes binging, what did a binge actually look like for me, like deep in it, and then how I solved my binge eating. If you're currently experiencing binge eating, I feel you. I've been there. Obviously you just heard my whole journey. I'm here for you. I know it is the most trying, weird, terrible, sad time. And I just want you to know that there's hope. And I am so proud to say that I haven't binged in over, wow, over a year now. It's crazy. It's crazy what, what happens when you love yourself and you work on yourself and you just show your body gratitude. And I'm not a woo woo bitch. You guys know this. Like I still have days where I want to eat everything in sight, but I have the tools now. I pause, I write shit down. I go watch a movie. I go have sex. I go work out and I channel my energy in different ways. And I think of how amazing I feel when I just have a balanced relationship with food instead of this crazy black and white restrict binge cycle that I was on for 10 years of my life. I love you guys. I'm so proud of you. No matter where you are right now, I'm proud of you. And I'm grateful for every single one of you showing up and listening every single time I post an episode. If you have any questions, any comments, any feedback, you know where to find me at Avo Queen. And I hope you have an amazing week. I love you, Queens. Have a good one. Bye.